Jesus Christ sent forth his servants to preach the gospel and heal the sick. He sent forth his servants to proclaim John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. He sent forth his saints with the very clear message of two doors. In Mark chapter 16, verses 15 and 16, Jesus said unto them, Go ye into all the world, and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. The stark reality is obvious. On God Said, Man Said, we have a series that has drawn much attention, dubbed the 21 Signs of Doomsday. The day of the earth's doom approaches, but doomsday happens tens of thousands of times a day. That doomsday is the day the unbeliever dies. But God has made a way of escape. Have you discovered this way? Have you been born again, born a second time, this time of the Spirit? Today two doors are set before you, and today you will either choose Jesus Christ and redemption, or continue on through the second door to eternal damnation. Let today be the best day of your life. Choose Jesus and live forever. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Colossians chapter 1, verses 13 through 19, Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son? in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. Man said, forget God. All we need is time and chance. Now the record. This is the final feature in the God Said, Man Said series titled, The Amazing Parallels and the Theory of Everything. In these articles, we mentioned Darwin's hopeful proposition, that as science grew in knowledge and also as multitudes of missing links were discovered, it would become abundantly clear that the God of creation was irrelevant. But the opposite is the case. Today's scientific discoveries consistently shout God. A few examples follow for your consideration. Paleontologists have concluded that snakes once had legs, confirming God's curse upon the serpent in Genesis chapter 3, 13, 14, and 15. And the Lord God said unto the woman, What is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. And the Lord said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle, and above every beast of the field, upon thy belly shalt thou go, and thus shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Astronomers have combed the skies looking for another earth, another planet 
that can support physical life, only to be met consistently by dead ends. They are searching for the planet which, like Earth, is positioned in a place they call the habitable zone. The children of the book know that God created the earth specifically to be inhabited by men. Isaiah forty-five eighteen. For thus saith the Lord that created the heavens, God himself that formed the earth and made it, he hath established it, he created it not in vain, he formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord, and there is none else. Scientists in the field of study of life extension have come to the conclusion that man, with a few tweaks of his DNA, could live forever. Their claim is that they have altered the common fruit fly to theoretically live forever. This line of thought is being pursued diligently. The biblical, uh, biblical idea of a man Adam and a woman Eve who were created by God to live forever is now not such a bizarre idea after all. When the bodies of the last Russian Tsar, Nicholas II, and his family were exhumed and lab-tested, scientists were shocked. When DNA testing was done, the mutation rate occurred at a much faster rate than imagined. Anne Gibbons, in a feature in Science, had this to say, Regardless of the cause, evolutionists are most concerned about the effect of a faster mutation rate. For example, Researchers have calculated that mitochondrial Eve, the woman whose mtDNA was ancestral to that in all living people, lived 100,000 to 200,000 years ago in Africa. Using the new clock, she could be a mere 6,000 years old. End of quote. What do you know? A 6,000-year-old earth. This is God Said, Man Said, feature 513 that again proves the full veracity of the Word of God. These faith-building subjects are archived on this site in text in streaming audio. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, they grow by one. May the face of our God shine upon you with light and truth. Welcome to God Said, Man Said. You are highly esteemed here. Keep in mind the title of this series is The Amazing Parallels and the Theory of Everything. In the first feature of the series, we discuss the following parallels, and in a way they are opposites, but parallel thought. Here we go. The carnal camp versus the kingdom of God, feature one. The carnal, unbelief in the biblical record. The children of faith, full faith in the word of God. The carnal, searching for origins of life. The children have found the origin of life. The carnal, searching for life in outer space. The children of God, found the life in outer space. The carnal, searching for possible, possible extraterrestrials among us. The children have encountered and interacted with the extraterrestrials among us. The carnal, searching for the proper dialogue to have with extraterrestrials if and when they encounter one. The children, a supernatural language received by the church on the day of Pentecost to communicate with God himself. The carnal, Searching for that something in the void that controls all we see. The children, God. The carnal camp versus the kingdom of God from feature two. The carnal. Evolutionists, when confronted with the obvious incredulity of the evolutionary hypothesis, often fall back to the idea that earth was seeded from outer space. The children of faith understand that the earth has been seeded from outer space. Genesis 1, verse 11, And God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, 
the herb yielding seed, and the fruit tree yielding fruit after his kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. The carnal, the natural sciences, have mused that photons are the building blocks of everything in the known physical universe. Scientists now believe that the light is immortal. The children of faith. 1 John chapter 1, verse 5. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. The carnal. The parallel universe theory has gained much traction in the academic community. They speculate there is a parallel or multiple parallel universes all around us, only separated by the thinnest membrane. The children of God. Of course there is an invisible kingdom populated by the children of God and by extraterrestrials. Jesus called it the kingdom of God and said it was invisible. The carnal. Science is fully aware that invisible fields, including gravitational, electromagnetic, and quantum fields, rule the universe. The children? God is invisible. First Timothy 1.17, Now unto the king eternal, immortal, invisible. The only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. The passage in 2 Timothy 3.7 comes to mind concerning the camp of the carnal, and it reads, Ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. The theory of everything? We will list for you in diagram form the theory of everything. God, by Christ Jesus, created the earth and the heavens in six 24-hour days just over 6,000 years ago. Next, on the sixth day, God created man and gave him dominion over the whole earth. Only one voice was heard in the garden, and Adam and Eve lived in paradise and were immortal. Next, soon a second voice was heard in the garden of Eden, Satan's. He contradicted the word of God. God had commanded Adam and his wife not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, for in the day they would eat, they would surely die. Satan contradicted and basically called God a liar. Next. Even an act of unbelief and disobedience ate of the fruit, and Adam followed her pernicious way. They both died spiritually that very day, and later died physically. Immortality and paradise were lost. Next. Satan gained authority on the earth via Adam's surrender to unbelief and disobedience. Next, Satan became the little G-O-D of the earth. His mode of operation is to steal, kill, and destroy, thus all the death and sorrow on earth. Satan possesses the carnal heart. Next, because of Adam and Eve's sin, their offspring was sold in sin with no hope of freedom. God devised the way of escape. His way of escape was a Redeemer, someone who buys back. That Redeemer is Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God. Next, God's way of escape, made possible by the blood of Jesus Christ, who broke the back of Satan's bondage, is called born again. At this place, a believer who repents of sins and surrenders his life to Christ is born into the family of God. He receives a new name, a new purpose, new power, a new father, and a brand new life. Next, the first voice, God's voice, once again reigns in the heart of the believer, and he once again lays hold on paradise. This paradise, not 
is not only is in the earthly form, as it is promised to the obedient in Deuteronomy 11.21, that your days may be multiplied in the days of your children in the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers to give them as the days of heaven upon the earth, but also in the form of eternal life. Next, all of the transactions going forward, as in the past, will revolve around the first and the second voice issue. The very battle of Armageddon itself will settle the score between the first and the second voice. Revelation chapter 20, verses 1 through 3, And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil and Satan, and bound him a thousand years and cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal upon him that he should deceive the nations no more till the thousand years should be fulfilled. And after that, he must be loosed a little season. Next, the first voice in the garden was the word of God. And Revelation 19.13 says of Christ, and his name is called the Word of God. Finally, Jesus Christ is God's creator, God's word, God's redeemer for mankind, God's champion of Armageddon, God's promise of eternal life, and more. Jesus Christ is the theory of everything. The following interesting excerpt is by Frank Sherwin in an article titled The Strange Metaphysical World of Evolution, published in Acts and Facts in the December 2010 issue. Some evolutionists have faith there's something unknowable out there, as long as it's not the revealed creator of the Bible. I suspect there could be alien life and intelligence out there in forms that we can't conceive, said Lord Rees, president of the Royal Society. Each of these metaphysical claims contradicts a standard doctrine of evolutionary naturalism, that nothing exists outside the physical universe. But faced with the facts of a created cosmos in which the invisible things of God are so clear that no one has an excuse for failing to recognize their creator, evolutionists instead choose to attribute them to wacky, unseen, and unknowable imaginary causes, end of quote. God said, Colossians chapter 1, 13 through 19, Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature? For by him were all things created that are in heaven, and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. And he is before all things, and by him all things consist, and he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence, for it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. Man said, Forget God. All we need is time and chance. Now you have the record.